What's good, everybody? Man, it's your boy Brady Senior, and it's a new week, and we get ready to change up how we do this show. Man, the last couple of weeks, man, been a little intense in the league, and quite frankly, spirits has been low. A lot of chatter's been going on about the direction, you know, the O is headed. And it's not headed in a good direction. So that's why you got your boy break. Getting ready to get you hyped, get you live, get you ready for the press pass live that I know for a fact Nate will have a whole bunch of positivity to throw your way. But I mean, yo, we in week five right now. So we rolling through the season. We're going to talk about some uh, player of the week. Might even highlight game of the week talk about some stats and then just kind of highlight a couple games here or there but uh you know what man hey just just stay locked in with me roll with your boy and uh we'll get you ready and off to the press pass live it's your boy Brady y'all yeah we on one tonight yeah Yo, welcome back to the OMFL News After Dark, man. It's your boy Brady Senior. Week five already, y'all. We sliding and dipping through this bad boy. Um, let's see, man. You know what? Let's let's roll over to the uh, let's roll over to the transactions real quick. Let's roll over to the transactions real quick and see what's been going on in the league. You know what I'm saying? Looks like we had some signings, some re-signings going on. Uh, highlight a couple of these. It looks like the uh, Cowboys already locked in two of their players. You know, they got almost about, uh, look at that, about 40 million off the books already. With a wide receiver and a halfback. Bengals got them a signing. Um, looks like uh, the Cardinals just emptied the, emptied the wallet. <laughs> They just nagged their cornerback, Byron, uh, Byron Murphy, for 44 mil. 
And then uh, Brandon Linda, where did I trade it? Good to see he got his payday, three years, 32 mil. Oh, uh, looks like uh, the Packers went ahead and locked in uh, Rashawn Gary for four years, 24 mil. And uh, just looking in here, oh, yeah, it looks like, oh, McCole uh, Hardman out there in the Giants got his payday, 55 million. And then, um, good God almighty, biggest payday so far that I've just ran into, looks like the Buccaneers just locked in Drew Locke for four years, 88 million. And um, that's not even, uh, that is not even the top dog, man, the top dog. Looks like I had to go a little bit deeper, man. Terry McLaurin out there in Washington. Four years, $90 million, y'all. Like, Lord. Have mercy. <laughs> Pay this man. Pay this man. Woo! As we get further down the list, man, I'm going to hold you guys up. Uh, looks like a $180 million contract to Lamar Jackson out there in Baltimore. Bro, what you smoking? <laughs> but I get it, man. He is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. You got to do what you got to do, but good God almighty. That's what? Shit. That's way too much damn money. Yo, man, it's your boy, Brady, man. We'll be right back as it is. Yeah. What's good? What's good? What's good? Man, you know, we back. Wait, it's your boy Brady City, man. It's the OMFL News at the Dark. And we just got done talking about some re-signings. Man, you know, my brain didn't want to cooperate with me this late at night. But uh, $45 million a year to Lamar Jackson out there in Baltimore. I hope we don't have a career uh, in an injury. Like, good God almighty, man. A lot of money being dipped out that way. Um, biggest trade that I've seen in the transactions uh, thus far uh, was the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. It looks like um, Cowboys sent a first and a third for a linebacker and a wide receiver that I believe they actually signed in the previous clip. But, uh, hey, you know, uh, let's roll over here and look at some injuries real quick. Let's look at some injuries real quick. See, you know, of course, you know, Jacksonville, we got um, 80 overall um, linebacker out and my boy Pete Moe is down for another three weeks. Um, and then, of course, you know, as we kind of scroll through here, won't keep you guys, you know, too locked in. Uh, looking at some of these other injuries, uh, 87 overall uh, tight end out of uh, you know, the Raiders got themselves an injury. Tight end is down for two more weeks. Um, it looks like the Saints, good God. Uh, 90 overall and a 72 overall player uh, down for two to five weeks. Uh, and you had, um, 
He had Texans got them uh, 81 overall right in. Abdominal tear out for four weeks. Uh, but you, yeah, as I go through, man, there's a lot of highly rated players with abdominal tears. I'm seeing ad- abdominal tears. Got uh, Cleveland with uh, Chubb, 95 overall player, man, out for four weeks with the poor groin. So injuries is playing a big role in what you're seeing in the standards right now. But, man, hey, we'll be right back after this, man. We're going to talk about some of these uh, stat players and uh, players of the week and whatnot. And uh, we'll get you over to the press pass live. But, yeah. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy Brady Senior, man, giving you the OMFL news after dark. And uh, yeah, looking at the standings real quick, getting ready to talk about these power rankings, but just wanted to let you guys know, man, right currently, currently, we only have three teams remaining in the undefeated ranks, and it's um, Cowboys at 4 0, Chiefs at 3 0, and the Giants at 4 0. And the Giants have literally the greatest defense right now, man. 104 points scored and only allowed 26 points total this season. Yep, they blew me out. So, yeah, no comment. But um, let's go with the power rankings currently as of week five. Yeah, Cowboys at the one, Chiefs at the two, Giants at the three, Raiders at the four, Titans at the five, Panthers at the six, Falcons at seven, Patriots at eight, Dolphins at nine, and the Vikings at ten. Yeah, man. Let me know in the comments what you think about these power rankings and who do you think will stay undefeated through week eight? Let me know. Let me know. Peace. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy, Brady Senior, giving you the OMFL news at the dark. As you know, as always, man, we always got to give this this uh, the shameless plug, bro. Hit that like, hit the subscribe, and definitely hit the share on all your social media platforms, man. Get the word out about the grown folk community, especially the OMFL. Even if we don't know how long we gonna last, still get the word out, man. We gonna get it right. They gotta be here for a little bit longer, but gotta get them spirits up, fellas. But other than that, man, yeah, definitely get over to the Grown Folk OC website. Check out all of our content. TFL, the NBC, the ATG, the OMFL, the TFL. I think I already said it already. The Deuce. I mean, there's so many leagues out there, man, that we represent. Uh, on all platforms, up to be honest with you, and then of course we got you know shooter leagues and shooter clubs and whatnot, you know for PUBG, for Call of Duty and whatnot. So yeah, man, come check us out.
to the OMFL News at the Dark, y'all. And I'm sitting here looking at that newbie, newbie news in game. And he's just talking about <laughs> the Browns game. Apparently somebody called 361 yards of total offense receiving. Like, nah, fam. <laughs> Spam alert. <laughs> like, come on, y'all. That's ridiculous. He better win the game. <laughs> okay, yeah, it says in a win, in a win. That man, that's ridiculous, bruh. FPR alert. <laughs> but anyway, man, welcome back, man. We get ready to talk about some uh, players of the week real quick. And uh, players of the week for last week, week four, it looks like it was Ezekiel Elliott was the offensive man. 17 carries, 121 yards, two TDs. Then you had Eric Armstead on the defensive side with three tackles, four sacks, no interception, and one forced fumble. It looks like that boy's got something really brewing over there in San Francisco because he's got his boy, he's got two of his linemen are up there in the sack totals. I think he's got somebody with 10 and somebody with seven. Like, some bullshit is happening. (laughs) But yo, you know, man, hey, it is what it is. Do what you do, bro. But uh, hey, stay stay tuned, man, because we gonna get up out of here and uh, turn this motherfucker over to Nate in the press pass live. It's your boy Brady Senior, man. Give you the OMFL news at the dark, and I'm well over my time. So we're going to get the fuck out of here, bruh, and pass this over to, you know, Nate and the, and the rest of the board that runs uh, the Press Pass Live. And uh, let them talk about the goings on in the league. And then, of course, you know, hopefully they kind of highlight some games for the, for the week. But, as I get out of here, man, I'm going to try and uh, rattle off a few things here. Uh, the way too soon play off race. I mean, it's way too soon. But you know what? Let's, let's look at it here real quick. Hopefully, I can get this up real fast. Get who's on the bubble, who's not. Get my clicks. I know you hear my clicks. <laughs> but uh, real quick, man, um, it looks like the Chiefs, Titans, Patriots, Browns, Raiders, and Dolphins and Jaguars kind of level out the uh, the the seven plus teams in the uh, AFC. The bubble teams of Texans, Ravens, and Buffalo Bills. Um, it looks like Jaguars will drop out, Texans to step in, and then over in the NFC you have the um, Cowboys, the Panthers, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Falcons, and our and the Cardinals. And then, of course, you have bubble teams in the Lions, Saints, and Buccaneers. So, man, tell me what you think. Who's going to stay on? But other than that, man, it's your boy, Brady C. And man, sign it off. Peace, love. And as always, motherfucking hair grease. <laughs> I'm out.
This is the OMFL. You can't touch this. And you're in the mix with Kinda Real Name. Here's another OMFL production. What's up, guys? Um, OBS, we get out. I don't know what the deal is, but I think uh, I think we're good to go now. So, uh, welcome to Press Pass Live. I'm glad that you guys are here. If I can get myself a little bit better situated here, I'm glad everybody's hanging out with me tonight. It's a quiet crew again this week. I guess we got to have drama to get everybody super excited about what we're doing here. But I'm glad that you're here at Press Pass Live. We're gonna dive right into it. Guess what, Mr. Brady? No settings talk. That's right. We're not talking about settings. Instead, we're going to do a little mid-season check-in, see where everybody is, see how games are going, what teams are contenders, what teams are pretenders, who's the real deal, and who's just around here playing games. Uh, a couple of our guys are playing in like a lot of leagues, too. I didn't even realize that until... I kind of checked some of the stuff and I realized, my goodness, some of you are playing in a ton of leagues right now. So good on you. I'm glad that you can handle that. I know that I could not, but we're going to jump in and look at some of my favorite games. I'm going to break down some of those teams, going to look at a little bit of stats before we get out of here, and then uh, tell you about what's coming a little later this week, and, and we're going to jump into it. So come on, let's go. I don't know what the deal is all of a sudden. This is the exact same settings outside of a few minor adjustments, and it don't like it, so we're going to have to figure out what it doesn't like. <clears throat> and talk about a couple of my games here. We're going to talk about the Colts in just a little bit, but, man, they won a big game against Philly and then came back this week and won against the Texans, and so they've got a couple of big wins here in their pocket. But I want to talk about the Cleveland-Miami Dolphin game. This was a little bit of a, a shocker for me. I just didn't expect it to happen. Now that I'm saying this, though, this could have been a CPU game because I'm starting to think – Ross wasn't around to play, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. It's very, very hard to keep up. Ross is another one of those guys who plays in a, a whole bunch of leagues. I wish we had more content, but then I see how many leagues that some guys play in. I'm like, oh, I get it. They, they don't have time to make content. And so um, this was a shocker to me. That we're going to talk about the Browns a little bit. They're playing much better this season. But the Miami Dolphins have just been the better team for quite some time. But they fall to the Browns here, 23-17, to 17, 147 rushing yards to 124. So Miami doing what they do, but 
the Browns, whose man is this? 124 rushing yards. They only allowed 106 passing yards, which is um, pretty respectable, especially against this Miami Dolphins team. I think you guys are filming. And now that I look at these stats, I'm really starting to think that this was a, a possible CPU game. Three turnovers to one turnover, a couple of third down conversions, but that kind of went to the Browns that way. And time of possession was really for the Browns. So they're playing some good football now that they got Ken Green over there. Two touchdowns, two interceptions, but Tugavaloa struggle. 112 passing yards, only one interception, uh, one sack, and he was 11 <clears throat> for 18 for a QBR of 55.7. Breida doing what Breida does, 20 for 100. He is our OMFL leading rusher as we move into week number 10, I think is what we're in now. Nick Chubb right behind him, though, with 20 for 99. Both those guys each had a touchdown. And then Damian Harris, pretty good day himself, 9 for 47 with a touchdown himself. Hooper, 6 for 89. Beckham, 4 for 50. Barker, 3 for 41. So you can see Breda really is the top guy for Miami catching the ball, and that's usually not really a, a good thing. And then looking at the defense, uh, Deron Payne, 10 tackles, 6 assists, 1 tackle for loss. Will Stewart, 9, 6, and 1. <clears throat> 1 sack for Payne, 1 sack for Christian Wilkins, 1 sack for Miles Garrett, who's having uh, a little bit of an offseason, especially compared to what he's done in the seasons past here. Rodney Harrison, though, with a pick. Brian Jones with a pick. And then Richard Sherman with a pick. So big victory there for the Cleveland Browns. And um, they needed it as they're playing really good football. But we got to talk about it, right? Right here. Cowboys and Giants. Now, this would have been an awesome game to be able to do commentary on and be able to watch because these are your two powerhouses here in the OMFL. And I always feel like when these two guys play each other, it's a little bit of a, a measuring stick about what's going to happen when we get to the playoffs. Who's going to make a real run for the OMFL Bowl because Mo hasn't been there in quite some time. Dwayne has always kind of been on the cusp, but he hasn't been there in a, quite a few seasons. And so you're looking at two past OMFL Bowl winners who are looking to get back to their winning ways and hopefully not have to face Dwayne. 35 rushing yards for the Giants. That's just not going to do it. 150 rushing yards for the Cowboys. 214 passing yards to 266. But that's what Wayne does. He runs the ball, controls the clock, and is really efficient with his passing game. You can see it with 17 first downs in this game. Two turnovers for the Giants. One turnover for the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the time of possession super heavy towards D Wayne and this is what makes him so tough because for you to get into a type of flow and rhythm on offense you got to be able to hold on to the ball but his defense is so good he forces you into a lot of three and outs and then on his offense he's run 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 and then hits that quick pass those efficient passes and just makes it difficult to try to get the ball and I always felt like that was the best way to beat Dwayne is you have to score every time you get the ball. You got to control the clock, force him out of his rhythm of him in that slower pace, force him to speed it up a little bit and hopefully get a couple turnovers. Beasley, uh, I, I don't even know what this guy's rating is. I, don't, I can't even pull it up, but it's low. It's really low. And look what he does. 
232 passing yards, two sacks, 21 of 25, just super efficient. Dak Prescott against his old team, 19 of 31, one touchdown, two interceptions. Ezekiel Elliott, 17 for 72 and a touchdown. Pollard, 9 for 69. Hunt, 7 for 28. Beasley, 1 for 10. 7 for 28. That's really going to hurt when you're the New York Giants and you're playing as much amazing defense that this team has. I don't I don't know who let this man put this defense together, but he has an, probably the, one of the best ever defenses that we've ever seen in the LMFL. you got to get more than 26 rushing yards from your team. Hardman, 10 for 164 with the touchdown. Blake Jarwin, 4 for 71. Uh, Ingram, 2 for 65. C.D. Lamb, 6 for 62. So you can see uh, a couple of playmakers. You see, that's what happens. I was trying to check something. I bumped the button and it went, it went haywire. Um, let's look at the defense real quick. Again, the Giants with such an amazing defense here. Nine tackles for Willie Gay. Grant Hardley, Haley, I'm sorry, never even heard of this guy. He's a cornerback. He's got eight tackles. Bill Neal, we all know him. The import, Bobby Wagner, really. <sighs> Jerry Sneed. I think he also has Hunt, Daniel Hunter. Um, you can see Daniel Hunter with a, a tackle for loss. Wagner with a tackle for loss. Gay with a tackle for loss. Looking at some sacks here, Bill Neal with two. Demarcus Lawrence had two. And then interceptions. Call Joseph had two. So two guys who play very similar football, but one able to stick to his game plan just a little bit better. And that really helped his team come out with the victory. So the Dallas Cowboys with a really big victory there. And that's a it's a good game for him to kind of measure himself to what he's going to see in the playoffs. And even though injuries can happen to either one of these teams, I think we're going to get a good feel to what that game's going to be like when we get to season 94 playoff and these two teams um, square off again. Let's look at some contenders, pretenders, who's balling out and who's just playing games. Let's go uh, conference by conference. You know, we always go this way. Let's go the other way. Start with the NFC East. You got the Cardinals at seven and one. It's good to see the 49ers starting to play good football again. They're sitting at four and four. But what has happened to the Seattle Seahawks at three and five? And where are the Rams? I know he's rebuilding. He's been moving a lot of talent around. He's been gathering picks and, and I think slowly building this team. But it's time that we start to see some difference. That team starts to turn the corner. And I don't really know what's happened to Pepper and his Seahawks. Maybe the, the slider settings is because they were tough and, and we all were kind of adjusting. So maybe we start to see this team make a, a little bit of a run here at the end of the season and start to push the Cardinals for um, this division title. The 49ers at four and four work is always going to keep him a little unplugged. He's probably going to um, he had a CPU last game, but I think he's, we're trying to see if we're going to be able to not have a CPU game. Hopefully we do, because two CPU games back-to-back, -back, you know, this team was four and three before a CPU game turned the corner, playing really good, and that's going to set him back. Great teams here win no matter what the settings are. It just, that's, 
proven and because they stick to their game plan they make good reads they build really good teams and d money is slowly building another great season 71 241 points for him 122 points against him he is on a six game winning streak clearly i think the cardinals are the only real team who's balling out in this conference uh, they can uh, division i should say they can prove me wrong. It's good to see the 49ers turn the corner. But they got a long way to go. NFC East, you got the Cowboys and Giants. 8 no, 7 and 1. These two teams are balling out. And I'm putting the Washington football team there as balling out 4 and 4. They're right on the cusp, though. I've watched so many games where he gets out to a big lead and it just sneaks away from him. And it doesn't even really make sense why. I don't know if he just gets out of his game plan a little bit, if he's missing a few little playmakers. But, man, he's got a great receiver. He's got a great quarterback who's an X factor. He's built a really good defense. He's got all of the pieces, and he plays really good football. He just has to start to finish games a little bit more. I love all three of these teams. I think all three of these teams make it into the playoffs. And then my guy over here with the Eagles, look, he had one of the great drafts that we've seen. He, he really knocked it out of the park with that draft. He hit a, a few pieces in free agency. He's just making a few tough decisions throwing the football. And so if he can just take a step back and start to figure out how to make better decisions throwing the football, I think this is going to come out to really help him, and you're going to see this team really turn the corner and not just be a one or two or a three-game you know, a winning game team, but I think a 500 team, a nine and seven team, maybe a 10 win team, because he's definitely got the playmakers. NFC South Falcons at seven and one, my Saints at five and three. Whoa, I let you off the 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 mat. That's the word I'm looking for. The hook, the mat, whatever. Is it euphemism? Would that be the word? I don't even know. Anyway, I let you go. I had you. I should have beat you. I should be six and two. You should be six and two, and I should be right above you. But this was a good game, and Coben, his Falcons, quietly having a great season. He's put together a solid team over there, man. His guys react to the ball on defense. They pick you off, and he just kind of sticks, just kind of keeps digging away on offense. And, and I made him make a few bad decisions early in the game, but he settled down, man. He was just super consistent. And his defensive line and defensive linebackers are really, really good. Buccaneers at 4-4, four and four, Panthers at 4-5. and five. I don't know why these two teams are struggling. Two loss uh, streak here for the Buccaneers. Three loss streak here for the Panthers. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I have seen this. This I don't know that this is a fact because I don't know anything about their other leagues. I know they play in a bunch of other leagues. Um, maybe their other teams are doing better. That's getting all their attention, and they don't really care. Maybe the settings turned them off. I, I don't know what the deal is. I just know these two teams are usually balling out. They're pushing the Falcons, and they're not this year, and they're going to have to turn things around. Uh, and my Saints are playing okay, but I still think a little bit of a pretender. So the Falcons are my only team balling out over there. Lions at 6-2, and two, Vikings at 4-4, four and four, Bears at 2-6, and six, Packers at 2-7. and seven. Season pretty much over for both both the Bears and the Packers. You know, the Packers just struggled early on, even though they had a nice win this past week against Outlaw and the Bills. He just turns the ball over way too many times. And Smash, he just can't figure out. He looks like he's starting to want to move some of his key core pieces. I don't know if he actually was able to do that, but 
he's looking to move some pieces around and hit the reset button. He asked mine for my advice, but it felt more like he didn't want my advice and it's just a way to slap at the setting. So I don't know, Smash. I don't know if he really did want my advice. That's why I never gave any because uh, you're usually a better player than this. I think you got to get back to running the ball, playing really amazing defense, and looking at the points against. You're not playing good defense right now. And now that the settings are secure, maybe you can find that flow and, and get into it. Vikings at 4-4, four and four, a little bit of an up and down for Denbrew. Again, can't quite figure out Denbrew, this Madden cycle, but it's hard to figure out anybody with the settings of changes that we've had the last couple of seasons. So again, now that we're steady, we're set. We're going to be here for a bit. Let's see what kind of consistencies we begin to see. And then Trey's got things figured out over here in Detroit. He's balling out. I think the Vikings are right there on the cusp of balling out. They're just up and down, you know, and I can't quite figure them out. Chiefs 8-0, Chargers 5-4, Raiders 3-5, Broncos at 1-8, Chiefs are balling out 257 points for them. Look at the Chargers, though, right above them at 263. <clears throat> Chargers are on a five-game winning streak. They're starting to hit their, their grind. They've got two receivers in the top three. He's slinging the ball all over the place, broke a record against the CPU. I don't know who my guy is. I don't have any guys here. Um, the Chiefs, man, again, a loaded team. Injuries, he's fought through them. He, he's sitting at 8-0. Uh, you know, you got to tip your cap to that guy. It's been more impressive than what the Dallas has done, than what the Giants have done, than some of these other 8-0 teams just because of the injuries he's had to battle through. It's good to see Collins starting to win. Uh, let's see if he can keep it up, though. If he can keep that momentum. He's on five-game winning streak. He needs to continue to kind of push through that. And I don't know what's up with these two teams. When they, when they click and it's on, man, they're good. And they're pushing, and they're in the playoffs, and they're you know pushing for a wild-card spot and more. And it's just not there this season, and I can't figure out quite why. Uh, so neither one of those teams are going to make my balling out. Patriots at 6-3. and three. He's taking a little bit of a step back. I hope that you're good, Bloop. Uh, shout out, prayers, thoughts, all that fun stuff going out to you. I'm just thinking about you, man, and hopefully you'll come back stronger from this and this doesn't affect you because he did build a really good team, and he's such a great GM, one of the more underrated GMs that we have here. He's got his team winning. Um, he, he's got his team in his good place. He got rid of... Worthington, so he's got a quarterback that really fits for him. And the Dolphins are having a little bit of an up-and-down season, but if you look at his overall stats, this team is trending up and playing really good. Both these teams are balling out for me. Can't quite figure out Tim, and I just wonder what's up with Outlaw because when I play him the preseason, for about two and a half quarters, he's making good decisions, and he's he's got the ball rolling, and he's doing well, and then all of a sudden – the wheels fall off, and it's like he starts to chase after his offense and starts to chase after big plays. I, I don't really know what the deal is, but if he can just settle himself, find some consistency, he's got the defense, he's not playing terrible on defense. If he can get some more consistency on offense, it's going to help that defense not be on the field all day. Maybe he doesn't turn the ball over as much, give so many short fields to the opponent. I think he can really turn some things around. But Dolphins and Patriots are my two balling teams over here. Titans, it's good to see Dawson back at 6-2. and two. The settings are one of those things that's really helped him. And 
vice versa has hurt the Texans, which is weird for me because he is such a good runner. And you can see his runner is in the top half of the league. You would think he's a, a defensive team that ball controls, but something is is off skewed. And I watched their game just a few minutes. I couldn't finish watching it the other day, but you know, it was right there. It was tight till the very end. So I think the Texans are on the cusp there. And I think you will see now the settings are set. You're going to start to see some consistency for some of these teams. Good to see Bill winning again. Four-game winning streak here. He was 0-5. He's turned it around. He's at 4-5. and He's balling. He's maybe not into the playoff picture just yet, but he's right there on the cusp. And Brady, what's going on in Jacksonville? You got your quarterback. You got your running back. You spent some good draft picks on, on defense. You play good defense normally. I figured these settings would hurt you just a hair with your user, but overall your defense would be fast and flying around to the ball. But something is off skewed here with Brady. And and maybe it's just because he's busy. He couldn't do news this week because of life. And so maybe that's what we're seeing here again. When Brady's busy, we see that production go down. But more is expected of the Jacksonville Jaguars, especially these last couple of seasons. Colts balling, Titans balling, Texans kind of trending down, Jaguars are trending way down, and at some point here this week, you either got to go for it and you got to make a run because you're not out of it, or you got to hit the reset button and go ahead and get some uh, XP for some of those younger players. Good to see the Browns back up here at 6-3. and three. Steelers right there on, on their edge, right there on the butt, and ready to make a push there, and that's good. It's good to see Clyde kind of plug back in. I see that he's playing in a couple of multiple leagues, and so maybe the passion is back. I'm not quite sure. Going to need to get a little bit more offense out of this team. I think that's where he always is trying to find his groove and, and his rhythm. But the Browns, they got the running game going. He's got the new quarterback in King Green over there. So it looks like he's kind of got that mixture. It's just can he not turn the ball over? Can he stick to running the ball? And then the Ravens, we know he's just moving. He's been out and been away. But that team's going to be right back. And so this is the season. Your Browns, Steelers, Bengals. This is the season to step in there, and I just don't know what happened to the Bengals. Um, I always get little Kacha's team confused because they kind of moved around a little bit. And so little Kacha, if this is his team, I just we've seen great seasons out of him, especially when he was with the Eagles, but it's something's not clicking, something's missing, and it's on the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side. And and maybe those two teams are always um tings. I just said two tings. Uh those two things are, are always kind of connected. If the offense isn't playing good, if you're turning the ball over a lot not sustaining drives, not driving deep in your field, then you're punting the ball and your defense is being put in really bad positions and that's going to hurt them and you, you're going to give up a ton of points as you see the Bengals are doing here. Browns are my only balling team here out, but the Steelers, you're right there on the cusp. And overall, it just looks like the, let's go look at the whole league. You got the Cowboys and Chiefs at 8-0, Giants, Falcons, Cardinals at 7-1, Titans, Lions, Patriots at six and two and six and three, Saints at five and three, Browns at six and three to kind of round up the the power rankings, at least according to the CFM. I need to start putting out my power rankings. Maybe I'm gonna do that this week. I'll I'll spit out some power rankings. I haven't been able to do those in, in quite some time. So 
We'll spit out some some power rankings here and, and get uh, get some over to everybody. Here's what we're gonna do. No, I'm not. I was gonna bring some music back, but I'm gonna wait. My bad. Um, let's look at some stats real quick. There's a couple of them here that kind of are sticking out. You guys are quiet. Does everybody have to be angry to get the chat rocking and rolling to get questions or? People just mad that y'all picked all pro? Like, I, I'm very, I don't know what the deal is. Everybody's so quiet. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Justin Herbert, man. This is the guy that we, I've said for a long time, could be a cornerstone for years and years and years to come here in the OMFL. 19 touchdowns with 23 interceptions. If Conley can just figure out a way, stop throwing picks. He's got a really great quarterback, a really great system over here. We know he hits the big play. We know he likes to call for the big play. But he's got to stop throwing the ball to the other team. Penguins doing what he does with Patrick Mahomes. 21 and 9, 74%. Um, now, he, he will check it down. You will see that his running back and tight ends are going to get their fair share of catches, and you can't blame him because this guy's probably the most cerebral, cerebral, there's the word I'm looking at, cerebral quarterback play that we see in the OMFL with Dwayne in a different way. He does it differently right behind him, and so he's just like right there. Um, and he's playing great ball. I mean, this, this guy's the MVP, arguably, of the league. Here's your top rookie so far, 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, but 61%, 2,300 yards. Watson right there for the Patriots. I forgot that he traded for Watson, so you can see why Bloop has got his team playing really well. Haskins, this guy is on fire. I was watching him the other day, and, man, Rob Scott is quarterback, you know what I'm saying? And this guy's an X-factor and playing really, really good football. King Green playing well for the Browns, 14-17. and 17. Again, we're going to see these numbers start to even out because a lot of this came, you know, the first, what was it, three weeks or whatever um, when we were doing all the crazy settings because uh, we were trying to figure out what to do here. And um, so a lot of guys are, are just turning the ball over a ton. And I think we're going to see – you know, less and less of that um, happens with these, you know, new settings. Sorry, these things are hurting my head tonight. I don't know what the deal is. Jerry Burrow, 9-23. Stop it. You got to do better. You got to be better. McCoy, here's another guy that I think you're going to see elevate here as his, you know, hopefully his Panthers start to win again because this guy was like Penguins and, and um, Mahomes, you know, high touchdown, low interception number, but the early portions of the season didn't do him any favors. A lot of big-time rushers here. Brita having a hell of a season, 129 for one or 774 yards, seven touchdowns. Elliott, 755 with 10 touchdowns. Both these guys well over. We got six here, 5.5 here. Austin Eckler. Did somebody teach Colin how to run the ball? Where did this come from? 730 rushing yards, uh, 6.1 average, and eight touchdowns. Tavata Little, Tavita, Tavata? I don't know. Uh, he's playing really good football, though. Jonathan Taylor playing well for Bill. Uh, McFarland playing well there. Car uh, Carson, Kamara, Hines. You know, these are some really, really good running backs in this league, and I think we may see that number continue to increase a little bit uh, with these new settings. I always kind of throw Devontae Adams out there because 
I don't know. If you ever watch Priest play, you kind of get it. You're like, ah, he's going to throw 75 picks, but he's going to have, you know, 100 receptions with Devontae Adams. He's going to have 2,000 yards, and he's going to have eight touchdowns on the whole season, right? Because he just kind of force feeds him. But look at these two, 58 and 51 for Allen and Vincent. Both of these guys are going to be 1,500-yard receivers. Both have six touchdowns. Will Fuller, he actually went down this past week, and I think he might be out for the season. But he was having a great season before he went out. McLaurin with 10 touchdowns already this season, 861 yards. Just a lot of really good receivers in this league as well. Those 10 touchdowns lead the league as he continues to just make plays with that new quarterback, not new quarterback, but like developed quarterback in Haskins. Haskins. Even in a CPU, Patrick Queen leading the OMFL in tackles with 79, Colton Driver at 77, Akeem Davis Gaithier with 76, Devin Bush and Oren Books with 73 and 71 respectively. Sacks, you got Armstead up here with 12 and a half, and then I think he's got Watt up here and Nick Bosa with 11. So, I mean, he's got 23 and a half, if I did my math right there. And so 49ers are showing why they're playing such good defense right here. Daniel Hunter with 12. Watt, 11 and a half. Jordan still getting it done for the Packers at 11 and a half. Good investment for him for just a high second rounder. Eight interceptions for right outside linebacker Willie Gay. My assumption is that he plays as him. Uh, you got Doug Lynn having another great season after, I think, defensive rookie of the year last season. He's got seven picks. Jamal Dean with six. Casey with six. Harrison with six. Ward with six. And so a lot of guys playing really, really good defense. There was something that stuck out to me, though. I don't think this is what I want. That's not what I want. This is just one stat that you can use. It's one of many uh, standings. Yeah, here we go. And that's just the fact of, it's common sense, right? I'm not going to blow anybody's mind with this, but the worst offenses, one and seven, two and six, four and four, they're kind of the odd man out here, the outlier, Rams two and six, Eagles one and seven, Jaguars two and six. The worst offenses are having the worst season. The best offenses, five and four on a five-game winning streak, eight and no, seven and one, six and two, six and three, seven and one, four and five. He's kind of the outlier on this three-game losing streak. Let's look at the defenses and the points that they give up. Top defenses, seven and one, six and two, eight and no, seven and one, eight and no. My Saints are an outlier, five and three. The defenses that are giving up the most points, Raiders, three and five, two and seven, one and eight, two and seven, one and seven, three and five, two and seven. And so you start to like just see it's not difficult, it's not complicated. You're going to have to find a rhythm with your offense. You're going to have to hold on to the ball. You're going to stop turning it over. Ball control is such key. You just got to keep the ball. You cannot be turning it over with interceptions, trying to hit a big play. And I am talking to me. I am the world's worst about it. And I think if you do that, then your defensive numbers come way down and your record goes up. Offense goes up, defense comes down, 
the record usually goes up, and that's kind of how those things you know play together. Let's get over here and see. Um, I don't know if we have any questions, but we can go go look. I'm turning some music and uh, get over there. All right, let's see. Oh, I forgot to mess with my camera. All right, give me a second. It's gonna be weird. We're in this together. We're in this together. Oh no, that's not what I want. Get back over there. Get back over there. This is what I want. I don't know what happened. Somehow, my camera got jacked up. There we go. Now we got it fixed. All right, bring this back over here. All right, let's look and see if we have any questions. We did a, a quick, uh, let's do, yeah, it looks like we got a couple that came in, so I appreciate you guys taking time to go do that. I hope everybody's doing all right. Again, it's so quiet here lately. I get it. People are just listening or doing other things. And um, I, I, I'll admit, I always get a little worried when, when like, just engagement goes, go, goes down and content goes down. Content's plummeted in the past, like, three weeks. Um, and, then, and then I see guys playing a lot of other leagues. And I don't know if it's because I'm not making promises about after this Madden or if it's people are just... I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I don't think for myself very well. So I'm going to try not to uh, think for anybody else. These are old. Oh, here's one from Lost, and then we can go to the other ones. Lost says, Fantasy Leaks. Anyone done one in recent Madden or PS4? Used to do one on PC version of Madden. Had a blast. I think the thing with Fantasy Leagues, in my experience, has just been they take forever um, to draft. And it, they're just really hard. And then when guys start losing, they lose interest because there's no continuity or the season's over. I think it's a cool like idea to mix things up. And if you just want to try something new or try something different, it definitely is like a, a neat way to go ahead and, and try some different stuff and, and try some new stuff. I've never done them. I've never been into fantasy leagues. The draft portion's fun, but boy, you think our drafts take a long time. They take forever and they're fun for about 12 picks and then you realize oh i have 45 more of these to go oh okay um i don't want to do that so uh no i haven't done one how about you guys anybody in chat anybody in chat ever do one oh it looks like smash is saying 2,500 yards for. I'm count that as a question since everybody's so quiet tonight. Where's this guy even at? 
you know, who won't be having a 2,500-yard season, Kamar. Because I play the freaking Panthers, Bucks, and Falcons most of the time. Come on. Whoa, is he hurt? Brady has been more as hurt. 81 for 397 yards, a 4.9 average, and four touchdowns. Let's go see. My assumption is he's hurt. I mean, Brady usually runs the ball 84 times in two games. Let's look. Uh, that, uh, that, great question. Great question. Thanks, Nate. I appreciate you asking a great question. So it's brought up to me about injuries, and um, there's somebody on the board that would like to see us turn injuries down. We had that discussion when we were secure on settings back in like, uh, what was it, all Madden, sim mode for the first two seasons. And I did give in and I came down, but I like injuries. And I get this Madden injuries really affect offensive line, defensive line, like you're not seeing the skill positions, not a ton of running backs or receivers. You're not sending a, a ton of uh, cornerbacks, safeties, right? And so that part sucks, but it's part of Madden. And I think having depth has been really nice. So I want to look through all of these just to see how many injuries they are. And we know it's never going to compare to the NFL. And I'm not trying to get it compared to the NFL because you guys didn't sign up to play with a bunch of 60 overall backups. But at the same time, it forces you to build depth, to change your game plan, to adjust your team, and to figure it out. So Bears with no injuries. Bengals with uh, DJ Reader. I think he's been hurt for some time. He's got one more uh, week to go. The Bills, uh, Beauchamp, Joseph, uh, two more weeks. Ace Waters, his big studs, out for five more weeks, a foot fracture. Um, it looks like Joseph is going to come back early. Broncos with nobody. Browns with nobody. Buccaneers with nobody. Cardinals with nobody. Chargers, Forrest Lamp, F Lamp, what a name. Torn Labrum, he's out three more weeks. Uh, Chris Jones, defensive tackle, right outside linebacker. So I said not a lot of linebackers, but so far we're seeing a couple of these linebackers. Colts with nobody. Cowboys with nobody. Dolphins with nobody. Eagles with nobody. Falcons with nobody. See, this is a lot of with nobodies. 49ers, no one. Giants, slight and broken ribs out for three more weeks. Jaguars, so I guess Ben isn't hurt. Uh, McGovern, left tackle, out one more week. Is it Nagwai? I forget how to say his name, but he's out one more week. Lions, no one. Packers, Zadari Smith, who just got a big contract. He's out five weeks. A.J. Dillon's out four weeks. Panthers, no one. Patriots with <clears throat> Devontae Asante. Asani. He's out uh, one more week. Fisher out one more week. Raiders, no one. Rams, Higby, Tyler Higby out eight more weeks. Ravens, no one. Washington football team, Tony Stalin, so... In, in scaffold so he's had some bad luck there with these two guys i think he just picked up scaffold to either free agency or maybe that was part of a trade no one hurt from my saints i just got everybody back this week though i've had offensive line and tight end seahawks no one steelers with a left tackle four weeks 
Texans with a right outside linebacker and a receiver. Did he put him on IR? No, he's not on IR. Uh, Titans, no one. Vikings, Porter, strong safety. So I actually guess I was wrong about my assumption. But this is an extremely small portion, and I get it. There's a couple teams that had super bad luck, but this is a super small portion of teams that have injuries. I like it. Uh, I'd like to see even a little higher. I'm not going to. I get it. It's where it is is where it is, and it's staying here, but I'm totally okay with it. All right, let's get back over to these questions. Thank you, Kobe and Lost, for sending in a couple of these. Who's your early favorite for MVP? I think hands down, it's going to be uh, Mahomes. I mean, his team is going to be undefeated again. He won the OMFL Bowl last season. And just, again, this season, just tearing up the league. I mean, he's 21 and 9. No one else is even close. I mean, there's just no one. I guess Hackens is sort of close. 19 and 12. 18 and 11. Yeah, it's kind of close. But 74%, I mean, that's much higher than these two guys um, at 65 and 67. He's also passed for, what, 500 more yards than Prescott, just a couple more hundred than Haskins. Just playing really good football. So if I had to pick somebody today, it would definitely be, um, it'd be Patrick Mahomes. Saints are number two in the South right now. How can your rookie, how far can your rookie quarterback take your team I guess I've turned the ball over Um, he's a good player he's really been building up over the last three weeks I've got a couple of nice roles with him Um, I just make those two bad decisions a game and as long as I continue to do that it's going to hurt my team and look I don't give up a ton of sacks he's only given up 12 sacks um, but 8 touchdowns and 18 interceptions I, I mean that's that's real bad. I mean, that's really, really bad. Um, you can see that Kamar gets a lot of those touchdowns. We get us in close, and Kamar usually punches it in, but still. And that is that is a bad season so far, and nothing to get too excited about. His numbers are on the uptick, and then I think what's going to hurt me the most is, honestly, I play the Panthers, the Bucks, the Falcons. In my opinion, three top 10, top 12 defenses in this league and you cannot turn the ball over to those teams and so it's it hurts me and no mccarthy's not going to be rookie of the year i i won't even if it was colin i wouldn't even get up there (laughs) and i'm just kidding i don't even think i'm going to get an opportunity to get votes um i just think overall he's not putting up the numbers that that you need to see um there's no way to do this by rookies, but you can see Derek Holcrum, 2,300 yards, 12 and 17, 61%. This one's super impressive right here. Lance Peters, 1,738, 10 and 14, 1,715 and 8, 18. Just ugh, it hurts my stomach just looking at those numbers. That's super impressive, 68%. Who else is up here? Kerry Hendricks, that's right. This, these are the top two guys. He's at 15 with 12 and 11, but 72% is pretty impressive for him. TJ Beasley, this is stupid impressive as well. 75%. That's not going to be a ton of yards. 15, 17, and not a ton of touchdowns. Five, because he's just the way he plays football over there, especially with a 
was this guy 67 64 something stupid like that so yeah i just don't think my guy's even gonna gonna sniff it um i don't think he's even gonna get close but next season next season will be the season that we we turn some things around i guess that's it i guess we're coming to uh to an end here right at an hour of course the news was whatever 20 minutes I don't know what uh I don't know what's up with my transitions. I gotta figure that out. Guys, where's everybody at? There's no numbers tonight. The chat's been dead tonight. No excitement. There's some fun games going down right now. Let me look at a few games I'm really excited about to happen this week and, and next week. Because this is the time of the season where teams start to separate themselves and we start to see, you know who's going to step up and, and be a leader and, and who's not. Patriots dropped the big one there to the Browns, 38-14, to 14, so not even close. Chargers keeping that winning streak alive with a big victory over uh, the Denver Broncos. And then what I talked about a while ago, the Colts with a big victory over Houston there. Let's see what else is out here. Um, Giants and Vikings, big game for Denver. Giants are coming off a loss. He's probably going to be angry after playing D-Wayne. The Vikings need a victory here if they're going to show that they're going to make a run and they're one of the teams that people should be paying attention to. This one I think will be a great game. Big Hurt and Clyde, two defensive teams. Drew Locke can sling it all around, around the field but also can turn it over if you're not careful. The two Dawsons, man, this would be so much fun to call two running teams, two teams that play really good defense. This would be a fun one to watch, and I don't know when they're playing, uh, but, man, I'd love to call that game. That would be a lot of fun to call. Uh, me and, and Double Zero should be fun if we're able to play this just because you know, we're two old-timers been playing in this league for over 20 years, and we've had some battles in the past. I think this one has some potential. You know, Trey and Tim squaring off. You know, Tim needs some victories here. He needs to start stacking some victories. And this is Trey. This is his opportunity to put his foot on the neck of the NFC Central and show that he is the team to win it all. Dolphins-Jaguars. You know, can Brady turn things around? Are we full on hitting fake tank mode like no limit uh, tanks as seen in the chat today? And we're going for a top draft pick next week. Cowboys and Colts, D Wayne versus Bill, an old NFC South matchup. I think Bill was in the South back then. This will be a fun one. Bill's got his work cut out for him, but he's running the ball really well. If he can just not turn the ball over, which is going to be hard to do against the Cowboys, he, he can make that one a, a close, fun game. Browns and Bucks, this will be a fun one. Again, two teams that um, can be the polar opposites. I think Tampa Bay is the better team, but the Browns are having the better season. This one's going to be a ton of fun. Titans in Washington, two really good teams having great seasons. It's time for Rob to start the uptick. Start to show that you're going to be a team to be reckoned with in this uh, this league and start to stack the wins. And it's going to come to prove yourself against the Titans team who two seasons ago was right there in the running. 
and then the last two seasons have had down seasons, but they've turned things around. This would be a ton of fun. I'd love to call this game Mo versus Kobe. Kobe is a really, really good player, good team. He's sitting at seven and one. He just wins games, but you're facing an amazing defense, uh, one that wants to show that people need to take note. People need to pay attention. Stop talking about D-Money. Stop talking about D-Wayne. Stop talking about the, the Chiefs and, and, and Penguins. Talk about Giants. Talk about Mo. Uh, Vikings and Patriots will be a really two defensive teams, two really good play callers. That would be a fun one. Maniac and Clyde, this could be a fun one. Depends on what Clyde can do in week number 10. That could be a really fun game. Uh, we might have the Ravens back for this game, so can Outlaw get him with a little rust? Broncos and Raiders, those two teams always have really good games. Cardinals and Chargers. Now, see Murders on a five-game winning streak. He's going to be taking that into this game. He's hosting D-Money. D-Money's sitting at 7-1. What's he going to do? Can Colin show that he's with the big boys? The problem with this matchup, in my eyes, is Colin likes to sling the ball. Though this year, Colin, I see you with that run game. I don't know whose man this is, but good on you finding a run game against D Wayne or D Money. You got to run the ball. D Wayne too. You got to run the ball on these guys, and you can't really just be putting the ball out there. And Colin likes to put the ball out there, and D Money will make you pay for that. Um, Chiefs and Dolphins has some potential. Ross is going to have to pick it up though. Ball control. Hopefully, he can get Penguins to turn the ball over. If not, we might see the route being on. And those are the only games that kind of caught my eye. So, a lot of really fun games. Um, well, with an attitude like that, Colin, maybe so. Who knows? Um, yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, hopefully, the momentum comes back. Hopefully, guys start getting back in the in the groove of like our season and, and what we're doing here and, and start getting you know excited about being in the league and start getting excited the playoffs are right around the corner and it just I, I think the game is playing well it is you know it is what it is but it, it overall it feels good it plays well injuries are starting to creep up a little bit not terrible I mean we went through them you watched them but still it is something that you have to make sure you have depth in one injury and one game could completely change that game change your season for the good or the bad and so yeah there's just a lot of fun things so i'll get a power rankings out this week maybe i can do a hot seat in the next couple of weeks um just trying to get some momentum trying to get some more content out there and hopefully omfl news will be back and you know we'll start getting back to having fun again man we'll start getting back to doing the things that we really do enjoy and that you guys enjoy because i think we're missing some really good games here and, and a really good season for season 94 so i kind of just walk through the, the teams i think that are balling and the teams that just playing games man um so thanks for hanging out with me tonight again you guys are a little quiet but i appreciate you being here you know kind of just shares a little thought here as we wrap things up is I've kind of been on this kick of just mental health and um, just looking this year at my own mental health. Um, I think it's so such an important piece that's kind of come out of COVID. And I think when you mix in um, a relationship with God, you kind of take that to that, that next level, take it to that next step. And it, it just comes down to this point in 
the purpose that I have on this planet, at least I think my purpose on this planet is to help people experience the best relationships possible with hopefully the ultimate relationship being with Christ Jesus. But even if you never get to that point, there's still some principles that help connect people to have really great intimate relationships with your mate, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, or intimate relationships with like your kids, your family members, or even just great like friend relationships, professional relationships. And it's easy. It's simple. There's just one key. It unlocks the door every time. That's communication. And if you have really great communication, you bridge the gap because you're you're openly communicating feelings, emotions, knowledge. You're connecting two points um, in that relationship. And when the communication is going really well, that relationship just gets tighter, closer, more bonded. The less the relationships, the more it spreads apart. We talked about offense and defense tonight, right? Really bad offense terrible record, really bad defense, terrible record, really good offense, great record, really good defense, great record. Same thing. If you have really great communication, that is work. You got to work on how you communicate, how they communicate. What do you need? What do they need? And you got to put intentionality behind it and got to communicate. When it comes to your relationships, it's just making that time to listen to communicate what you need and just being open and honest and taking those baby steps to building that communication. So it's a lot like streaming and what we do here. It's like, you just got to throw yourself into it, do a little bit here, do a little bit there, do a little bit there. Um, and just slowly over time, you get to be a better streamer. You get to be a better Madden player. You have better relationships when you communicate better. Even if you're someone who doesn't like to communicate or struggles communicating, taking those steps. And when it comes to your your relationship with God, your relationship with Jesus, it it really comes down to communication beyond just prayer. Like prayers like this, Christian, you know. Um, all season that we kind of put on everything we just kind of want everything with this prayer and it's a get out of jail free card for a lot of christians or i'll pray for you i'm praying about that and and the truth is that now you're you're probably you're probably not this is beyond prayer this is beyond just a moment of prayer a time of prayer this is just open communication inviting the father into your day inviting him into your thoughts inviting him into your 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 conferences, inviting him into your meetings, inviting him into your workflow, into your calendar. And we just start taking those baby steps. This has nothing to do with being in a church or being a member or being religious. This is about having a relationship with God. It all starts with communication. So I hope that helps you. I got some stuff in the spiritual chat. We'd love for you to check it out. But if not, keep coming to hang out with me. Season 94, man, it's going good. I feel good. Settings are done. It's out of here. Couple quick things. Now I gotta get out of here. Punt rule. We're talking about a new one. It's about to go away. It's either gonna completely go away or we're gonna have a brand new one. This ain't working. That will be announced over the next 24 hours. Uh, we're also looking at one other rule tweak, uh, but that will mainly be effective for the off season. So uh, it's around contracts, so n- nothing major there. Um, and then I'm gonna do something probably unique or different. I'm making some videos, as you can see, we got a new grown folks intro. I got a new video about how to do blogs on the new website. I got a new OMFL one that I just gotta edit. Um, I'm gonna be doing some other new videos over the next couple of weeks. Um, one just around you know 
being a commissioner, just kind of some of my lessons learned. Um, and then I'm also gonna kind of give you guys a sneak peek, a, a preview into uh, my first ever studio or gaming room. Well, it's not my first ever gaming room, but it's the first one anybody will ever see because in our old home before we moved to New Orleans, Eight years ago, I had a, a man cave theater room, whatever. It was super low key, but it was mine and it was super cool. Um, but I'm going to be getting out of this living room. And so uh, my oldest son has moved out and he's been gone for a couple of weeks now. And uh, I'm going to make sure that's a for real thing. And then we're going to start uh, remodeling his uh, old bedroom. And I've got big plans. We're going to start off real small because I don't have a lot of money. And uh, we're going to start real small and then slowly build and add to it. And uh, it should be pretty cool. And it'd be a great place for me to do my church stuff, do my league stuff, do my work stuff. Cause I'm, I'm working from home right now and uh, working on some new cameras and just, there's a lot of cool stuff in the plan. So I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek to see what the room looks like before we even start on it. And, uh, and then over the next couple of months, you'll, you'll see sneak peeks and then, you know, fingers crossed I'll be in there before, uh, maybe the spring, mid spring, maybe early summer. So to be, uh, be really cool and have a setup that I don't have to set up every single time instead of be set up for me. All right. I love you guys. I really do. I hope that you enjoy your week. I'm praying for all of you and we're here. If you ever need anything, if not, let's get back to having fun. Let's see some content. I want to see some power rankings. Ross did some awesome stuff for the draft. Let's see some stuff like that. Let's get creative. Give us your thoughts. Even if it's like a, a one paragraph rant about what you're not happy about. I don't care what it is. Let's see some content. I love being able to read that stuff. All right, guys. Peace and love. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. What's good, everybody, man? It's your boy, Brady Sr. And it's a new week. And we get ready to change up how we do the show. Man, the last couple weeks, man, been a little intense in the league. And quite frankly, spirits has been low. A lot of chatter's been going on about the direction. You know, the O is headed. And it's not headed in a good direction. So that's why you got your boy break. Getting ready to get you hyped, get you live, get you ready for the Press Pass Live that I know for a fact Nate will have a whole bunch of positivity to throw your way. But I mean, yo, we in week five right now. 
So we rolling through the season. We're going to talk about some uh, player of the week. Might even highlight game of the week. Talk about some stats. And then just kind of highlight a couple games here or there. But uh, you know what, man? Hey, just just stay locked in with me. Roll with your boy. And uh, we'll get you ready and off to the Press Pass Live. It's your boy, Prady, y'all. Yeah. We on one tonight. Yeah. Yo, welcome back to the OMFL News at the Dark Man. It's your boy Brady Senior. Week five already, y'all. We sliding and dipping through this bad boy. Um, let's see, man. You know what? Let's let's roll over to the uh, let's roll over to the transactions real quick. Let's roll over to the transactions real quick and see. 